It's a new day! Yes, it is! What's up, everybody, and welcome to the newest installment of the Minorities Report. As always, I am your head minority in charge, Gus. With me, as usual, is my biracial consigliere and heterosexual life mate, Jay Shell. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, we always forget that you are my heterosexual life mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, yeah. How long have we been together now? Uh, since 2011. Shit. So... so our relationship has lasted longer than both of my marriages combined. And let's let's face it, like. <laughs> We our our relationship lasted longer than the Confederacy, <laughs> and less people died. Right, <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> well, there was that one. Anyway, yeah, never mind. twelve never mind. years. We don't talk about. Yeah, that. We don't talk about that. But yeah. Anyway, so Jay, what's up, man? How's it going? Uh, it's going well, man. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think you have like a uh, like an announcement to uh, this just in. To all the folks around the world and all the boys at sea. I don't know what that means. I always used to say that. I don't. The boys at sea. So we wanted to talk about some things. Our last episode that we just did, uh, we will would be our last episode that's going to be, don't, don't, don't panic. It's not our last episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to take this show in a different direction. Uh, we did some brainstorming and I sat down and was thinking for a while and then thought some more. And then after the headache went away from me thinking, get it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I started thinking, I was like, you know what? Let's take this show in a different format. Let's take it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So we came up with some ideas. I just wanted to bounce some of the stuff off for of you mm-hmm. guys. And uh, Jay knows some of them, but some of them are surprised. Uh, we're going to take it more into a... We're still going to stay with uh, uh, social topics. I still want to talk about that. I want to talk to people about everything and anything. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk more about the lifestyle that Jay Shell leads not that kind. Don't get all excited. Why does he use those type of words? You know? <laughs> I like to be ambiguous. <laughs> and that term too. What the? F- <laughs> no, it's going to be. And Mr. Hands with us again. Say hello. Hey, everyone. So he's going to. He's helping us in this directional change. We're going to go in a more uh, pop culture, I guess you could say, format. Yep. Yep. We're going to cover. Um, you know, basically, uh, gaming. TV, Wait, you movies, Ga- gaming. Oh, gaming. Oh, sorry, you, you, I heard you wrong. You heard what you wanted to hear. <laughs> Shut um, up. Shut up. <laughs> pro wrestling, anime, pretty much like, because like we have a lot, you know, we talk a lot about a lot of things off the uh, off the air and everything yeah. that we always have strong opinions on. And we thought, you know what? Let's just uh, share them with, uh, with everyone. Because Man. as much as that, you know, as much as like, we like to talk about like social issues and politics, you know, there are some folks that'll be like, you know what, how about we talk more about like, you know, you know, stuff we just saw on in the right. movies. Well, we're going to expand yeah. it to anything and everything. Yeah. Uh, it, it's basically, a two, uh, it's going to be a two hour car ride with us. Because if you've ever sat in a car with us for a two hour car ride, mm-hmm. well, hell, even a half an hour car mm-hmm. ride, you're going to hear a lot of things. We go from left to right to everywhere in between. Our, our conversation changes topics probably about four times mm-hmm. and then comes back to the original idea. Mm-hmm. It's it's a talent, yeah. But yeah, some of the stuff that we're gonna do is gonna be you've probably heard some other people do it before, but we're gonna do it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one unique thing, of course, is I will be the uh, Anne Hathaway correspondent. Thank you. You gonna correspond with Anne Hathaway? <laughs> does, does she oh, does she know? <laughs> <laughs> Her restraining order, will. right? <laughs> <laughs> no, so because. Well, Jay mentioned a professional wrestling, and I've probably mentioned it on a time or two here, but I was a professional wrestler. I was trained uh, by Homicide from NWA 
Power and uh, New Japan. Pro, well, he's in New Japan. Mm -hmm. And TNA, AEW. He's been all over the place. I was trained by him. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're going to do segments on. I already got some interviews lined up for us mm -hmm. about independent wrestling. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to talk about it in general about stuff we see on TV, too. Be, you know, because of the rise of AEW and all that and, like, you know, um, seeing like the spotlights on all like you know indie feds and everything. There's a lot to talk about yep. in the world of wrestling that we definitely want to you know uh, share our thoughts on and everything. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, and also Jay Shell is a bit of a gamer geek. Just a little, a you know. Bit, born. I was pretty much born with a NES controller yeah. in my hand. First thing he jerked off to was Street Fighter Two, mm -hmm. and it wasn't Chun Li. <laughs> yeah, it was Cammy. <laughs> it was Zangief. You, you tried to you tried to flip it on me, but I reversed it. He was Zangief. He yeah. likes his men big, hairy. And I mean, like if you can crack walnuts with this thigh, I crack walnuts <laughs> in my thigh, Ralph. Walnuts in your what? Thigh. <laughs> oh, okay. It's thigh, but in Russian. <laughs> Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. So like you know. So you actually uh, it, played in tournaments, you said, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. So like uh, gaming is like, you know, one of my biggest uh, passions and I always have like a lot of thoughts about them. I always tell Gus about like, you know, what's what I've been playing and everything. So I'm going to bring that to uh, to our show. How about this? Mm. Challenge J Shell. Oh, you could play a game against somebody. That's true. Yeah, 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 they could throw down the gauntlet. There you go. Yeah, I'll play you. <laughs> Mr. Han said he challenges you at Pong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you can find a Pong and right. a TV that will play it, I will right. play you. My, right. My Atari 2600 skills are legendary. Now, and everybody under the age of 40 right now is going, what the fuck is Pong? <laughs> so I'm glad you brought that up because not only I'll be doing like, a, you know, reviews of like, you know, the newest games, but also. Uh, do like some retro reviews. Are you, you gonna know? nostalgia fap on us? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Well, honestly. Well, not on us. You know, right, right. Don't fap on me. Right. And uh, also, <laughs> don't. Are you gonna have a? Why does that sound like? Don't tread on me. Don't fap <laughs> no, on me. No, it's like a Beatles song. Don't fap on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's it called? Um, do overs, because like you know, I always like you know talk about like these games that have really great concepts but terrible, terrible execution. Yeah. What would I do? To like, you know, to fix them and everything. Oh, bro, there was an idea I told you I had a while mm -hmm. back. It's like um, a, G a GTA style game. I want to mm -hmm. do stuff like this too. A GTA oh, style pitch, game. Pitch game. Pitching. With, yeah, yeah, but with Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. So you start off as a prospect and you yeah. get to choose what club you want to prospect for. Mm -hmm. And then you go through your missions and you got to rise up all the way to president. Mm -hmm. That I'd play the fuck out of that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what's it Actually, yeah. Like, so, like, you know, pitch meeting, we'll yeah. call it and everything. There you go. And uh, Indie Watch, like, you know, we'll oh. uh, talk about, like, you know, the. Um, latest like indie games because let me tell you man yeah like there are a lot of indie developers that are just kicking ass for like a long time i got one from for that you could do with mr han mm. gaming with boomers oh they oh my god <laughs> what what does this button do <laughs> he'll have his tongue out and then you ever see people that move the controller in the direction yeah, yeah, yeah. That, wait, like, like when wait. you're playing racing game like how, so, how do i move the camera and the I don't get it. I'm fighting off like several different enemies and his character is like walking into a wall. <laughs> there may be a recording somewhere yeah. the first time I played Borderlands. You know what's yeah. funny? I just saw something like that that you, I'm sure you've watched. On The Office, Jim, mm. the very first time he's oh, playing. Oh, he's playing Call of Duty and he <laughs> and just sucks. And Rashida yeah. Jones is right behind him. She's like, hey, turn around. <laughs> she shoots him in the head. I remember Andy was so pissed at him. Like, I will kill you. I will literally kill you. <laughs> Oh, the dude that's next to him. Yeah, was it? What's the guy's name? I always know him as Doctor from uh, from the Hangover. Oh, um, Peter, oh, isn't it Peter something from the Vacation movie, the reboot? Oh, it's a uh, God. What's his name? Damn it! 
No, uh, I don't think that's it. Uh, probably is. Damn it. What is he, French? Yeah. And it'll be called Damit. Damit. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. It's Damit Dumas. Alexa, who plays Stu in The Hangover? Are you really using Yeah. No, Ed Helms. Just remembered. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Yeah, yeah, Dude, he was actually horrible in that vacation movie. Oh, the vacation movie was terrible. Which brings us to another segment we're going to do. Stop, like a... a re- OG versus reboot. There you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, over like, you know, the original movies versus a reboot. Hey, hey, what, but yeah. in his defense, mm. the movie was awful. It was awful, yes. <laughs> he sucked, but the movie was awful. Yeah, yeah. And also... Which movie is worse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you rather be tied to a chair with your eyes open? Oh, would you rather? (laughs) Would you rather, yeah. Yeah. Would you rather get stabbed in the eye or watch Ishtar? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like wow, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> I, think, I still think Name of the King has a hands down. We can also do like another like you know just like with the do over segment from gaming, uh, do over with uh, with movies as well. Yeah, like you know movies that like you know it could have been great if they would have done with this direction it, instead of like what they did. Yeah, it'll go with the set, with our show do over. Yeah, now that we're completely redoing the show, it's just going to be that's awesome. There you go. Yeah, I think in the Name of the King. Could have been a great movie. In the name if of the Yui King, Bull wasn't the, part of it. Is that is that the King Arthur thing? Uh, no, it was based on a video game. Uh, and um, Yui Bull, enough said. Who? Yeah. Yui Bull. Who? Yui Bull. Who? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. Jason Statham doing mixed martial arts in a forest full of fairies. Yeah. Like tree fairies. It was just like what you, the you, f- you don't know you weren't alive then, <laughs> right? You don't know. Not. Oh, okay. Wait, the fairies is okay. That's believable. The mixed martial arts in it. That's way <laughs> out of hand. It's, it's, Look, I can that's, only have the one set of fantasies that's at a like, time. That's like the one where I told you somebody that Jay and I uh, know, yeah. what previously were engaged a friendship with. You were. <laughs> we went to go. We went to go see uh, the Star Wars movie. Was it uh, Star Wars? The one with the they're stealing the plans. Uh, Rogue oh. One. Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One. At the very last scene, you know, after uh, Darth Vader takes out all these dudes and the ship flies away, the door opens up and he's standing in, in the vacuum of space holding his lightsaber and they go, like his cape would wave in the vacuum of space. I go, they just fought for half an hour with laser swords and they shooting laser beams at each other. <laughs> the vacuum of space, that's what you got. Well, yeah, because it wouldn't fly to... Shut up. It- <laughs> Just so fucking a glass. I get it. His cape would have flapped the other way because the oxygen would be coming out. The atmosphere would Don't be Don't enable out. him. <laughs> I was like, we just watched the movie where they're shooting lasers at each other. There's green people and they fight with laser swords. I bought... But the flapping in space, no, listen, too far. I bought super expensive tickets to hear Neil deGrasse type Tyson talk about that shit for like an hour and a half. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> anyway, so, mm. yo, dude, I, I came up with a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, I want to call it, uh, is it binge-worthy? Mm-hmm. Is it yeah. binge-worthy? Is it great. sponge-worthy, though? Uh, uh, see what uh, I did there? That's where Seinfeld. I took it from. Is yep. it, it, yeah. Are you binge-worthy? Oh, Sin- J- they, Jerry Seinfeld's going to sue you with his uh, uh, army of lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of uh, <laughs> Family Guy. Listen, Milano. Jerry, I'm suing. I'm suing, I'm suing, yeah. No, because like, take a show, for example, There, I, we just, I just finished watching Community. Yeah. I totally think that's binge-worthy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was a good show. However, you can tell when it changed direction and went on Yahoo mm-hmm. as opposed to being on NBC. Mm-hmm. You could so tell the moment it changed. You know why? Mm-hmm. Chevy Chase died. Yep. <laughs> oh. Not, and- that he, not that the actor died. Only yeah. People wish he did. Yeah, like uh, Bill Murray. His character died. Yeah. But uh, but no, and also uh, um, going with the TV, as well as like movies, actually, uh, 
is this still good? Like, you know how, like, when you take something out of the fridge, like, is, is this, this still, still good? good? Yeah. yeah, yeah something yeah. from, like, you know, old, like, did it hold up well and everything? There's some shows that are still... Okay, I'm going to give you a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Riverdale. Yeah. Is this still good? Yeah. Because Riverdale started out with a huge fan following. I watched the first five seasons. I'm like, okay, this show's pretty good. Mm. Well, first four seasons. I was like, this show's pretty good. Okay, yeah, it's a good, it's a different take on Archie, but it's cool. Mm. Got to the fifth season, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Well, not, well, not just that. <laughs> like, I'm talking about like old shows. Oh, what you talking about like, say, Archie Bunker. Is yeah. Is it still good? Or Can you like, watch it today? Yeah, yeah. Like does the it still hold up? Ball show. Yeah. Right. Mm. Does it hold? Yeah, just like, okay, all the, all the, super masculine over the top alpha dudes that like, I used to love He-Man when I was a kid growing up you watch it now and it goes oh well this show's kind of gay mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> yep and like, also yeah and also wait a planet yeah. of over muscled men sweaty with oil all over them mm-hmm. is a little gay and also, uh, we can oh, also, wait a minute, this guy's the archetype for Siegfried and Roy I'm pretty <laughs> sure so. and we also have another segment uh, we can do like called up uh, Pull the plug. Like we talk about shows that just went, went on, on way, way too, too long. long. Like yeah. Simpsons, Family Guy, Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah, I know I'm gonna catch a lot of shit for that one. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. I don't know if we should do that. That could be life. Fuck that! Oh fuck! Who's gonna? Who, what are they gonna do? <laughs> what are they gonna at me? Who's gonna right. at me over Supernatural? They're gonna, they're gonna, at, they're gonna at, be, write bad fan fiction it, about it, us. It'll, or? Be, it'll be like the the was it Family Guy? The uh, English run uh, uh, drive by disagreement. Yeah. Original. I disagree. What are they gonna do? Like fucking like throw like uh, notes from like their like their uh, uh, Winchest fanfics at us or something. Here's my thing. Uh, Wincest, first yeah. of all. It's Wincest. Get oh, it right, well, oh, well, excuse the fuck out of me. Get it right, Jay. Or what? Uh, or what? What are you going to do? Or I'm going to say it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to write another fanfic about it, too? <laughs> I'm going to write a letter to the editor. <laughs> I am the editor. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, because Supernatural, honestly, the first five seasons was where Eric Krimke wrote it to. Mm. And the, the that's where he wrote it to, and it had an ending to it. Everything mm-hmm. after that was all fan fapping. You know, that's all it was after mm-hmm. that. They, they even started making fun of themselves on it. They mm-hmm. had a supernatural convention in the show. Mm-hmm. So that should tell you something. When the, when the show becomes self-aware, that's when it means yep. it needs to pull the plug. Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have a show like Sons of Anarchy that Kurt Sutter wrote the whole thing mm-hmm. and to have a conclusive ending. Yeah. And he did. And then fans were clamoring for more and more and more. He's like, no, that's it. No, that's, shut this up. is yeah. what you get. Well, this I'll, is my well, story. I'll give you my ends. And he didn't, and he didn't whore himself out. That's right. I said, whore himself out and yeah. just keep doing it. Yeah, because somebody would have just kept doing and it. And that was great because, and I'm pretty sure, like not only the fans but also FX was pressuring him. Yeah, and when the when the network pressures you, well, that's what happened yeah. with Supernatural. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, but, because like, and uh, CW knew because like CW since its inception yeah. didn't hasn't made any money. Like it's always been like behind in the ratings. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, there's shows. They're the prime example of shows going on for way too long. Like Smallville. Yeah, come on, dude. Because did you really need ten seasons of Smallville? Ten seasons of an origin story? Nah. Because like they knew that um, once that show ends, like that's pretty much going to the. Once he put the super suit on, it was done. Where's my super suit? (laughs) So, oh, I want to do one uh, segment called "Would You Rather." Mm -hmm. Oh no, we talked about that one already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something about uh, what I want to do is also. We're going to do uh, cult classics, guilty pleasure movies, which there is a difference. Mm-hmm. Cult classics are movies that were not appreciated in their time, mm-hmm. but now groups of people find them to be amazing. Yeah. Example, uh, 
uh, Big Trouble in Little China mm-hmm. wasn't a huge box office hit when it came out. Yeah. But now, who doesn't love Big Trouble in Little China? Last Dragon. Yeah. The Last Dragon. Well, and that's well, actually, yeah. I don't know. In the hood where I grew up, The Last Dragon was the shit. Yeah, but I, that's a that's a niche audience. Though. I ha- yo, yeah. I had to pay for a movie ticket to yeah. sit in the row. Yeah. Like not in a seat in uh-huh. the row because they oversold the. We'll the see. And stu- the, 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 see, and that's another topic we could talk about. Like, just because it bombed doesn't mean it's bad. Right. There's always a misconception when a movie bombs. That means oh, it's terrible. Dread. Dread. So, Dread yeah. is a prime example that would call Urban. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dread. It bombed, but that movie's fu- the fans have been clamoring for a sequel for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carl did a good, a really good. Oh movie. yeah. Well, here's the thing. You know what the key to that was? He never took off the helmet. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I do love the Stallone one. The Stallone yeah. one's great because it, I mean it introduced yeah. us I'm to Law. Dread. The law. The. Oh, Armand Asante <laughs> was the shit. Ooh, that's another thing we could do. We could do the unsung heroes. Yeah, of, of movies. Of, of movies. Yeah. Like in Eric. Who yeah. stole the movie? Exactly. Because there's people who steal the movie, dude. Mm-hmm. They steal the movie and it's like, okay, this. But that also leads us into something else we could talk about that you've talked about in the past. The mm-hmm. side character mm-hmm. that they try to spotlight on yeah. and it's like doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a prime example of what it did work. But kind of fucked up the whole rest of the show was Family Matters. Yeah, then it became the Urkel show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After they introduced the and Urkel. there was a yeah that led to like a lot of like backstage strife. Yeah, and, everything. and people yeah. don't even realize that it was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Harriet. Yeah, the mom. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Harriet show. Mm-hmm. But cult classic, different from a guilty. Ple- okay, I'm gonna confess my guilty pleasure movie right now. Mm-hmm. I think Jay might remember it. Mm. Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. Oh, I remember that. No, but I'm saying you know it's my guilty pleasure. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I will watch it anytime. It's oh on. my well, gosh! Well, it's not so much about Matthew Broderick; it's all about Jean Reno. Oh, yeah. Jean Reno. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, well, the Leon the professional Eric. then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, Leon the professional. That I consider a cult classic, not a guilty pleasure. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a cult classic because people still talk about it and study it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I got a bad name is because of the director. Likes young women. Luke, uh, Luke Besson. Luke Besson. Yeah. He he married a girl that he knew from when she was 12. Mm-hmm. And he was in his 30s. Yeah. And then in that movie, if you watch the uncut non-American version, there's a lot of sexual tension between 12-year-old Matilda and Jean Reno's uh, hitman. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it? Um... But yeah, but no, they actually had to cut some stuff out. A lot of it. A lot of it. A lot out. of yeah. it. Because again, there was sexual tension between them. Mm-hmm. And Natalie Portman at the time was a legit 12 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was... Ugh. Anyway, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Gary Oldman, when he tells the yeah. guy, goes, get me everyone. Who? Everyone! Oh, can't get for the, uh, can't forget uh, Danny Aiello. Oh, Danny Aiello. Uh, what was his name? His, uh, Tony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like uh, his... Um, Jean Reno's manager yeah. and everything. Yeah, he, was, he was really good. Yeah. Stealing his fucking money. Mm-hmm. But Danny Aiello, what's he, what's he been bad in, really? N- nothing. Exactly. Hell, he was in that one movie with Antonio Banderas and Melanie Griffith called Too Much. Yep. Um, oh, there you go. There's a deep cut. Oh, here's a... Yeah, yeah. that's another thing we got uh, to deep cuts. Yeah, yeah. But no, like he... Like uh, Antonio Banderas played like a, played a guy who pretended to have like a twin brother so he can get with like, you know, two like sisters, Melanie Griffith. And I think the other one was um, Daryl Hannah. I could be okay. wrong. And Dan- He's Antonio Banderas. He could have said, hey, how about just both of you? They would have been like, okay. Well, in universe, he couldn't. I mean, yeah. Oh, in the movie, no. Yeah. In real life, come on. Yeah, yeah. And this come was on. 90s. He's, li- he's little Antonio Banderas. Yeah. He goes, he goes, I give that a snap in a Z formation. But yeah, but like a Danny Aiello, what's it called? Uh, play like a Melody's ex who was a mob boss. Oh, God. The movie was terrible, but he was awesome in it. Oh, you know what? Another movie that is terrible, but actually has good moments. It's mm-hmm. another one of those 
guilty pleasure movies. Mm. Uh, fuck, it was Bruce Willis in his Moonlighting Blind Date. Oh yeah, <laughs> with Kim Basinger, right? And uh, Dan from Night Court plays her crazy ex. Oh, uh, what's his face? Um, John Larroquette. <laughs> yeah, that scene where he makes him dance. He goes, "Now moonwalk." He starts <laughs> shooting at him. I hate that shit. <laughs> that was another one. Oh, Hudson Hawk. We could go on a whole Bruce Willis guilty yeah. pleasure movie, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hudson Hawk. Mm-hmm. Come on. Although he is one of the most cult classic movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Fifth Element. Yep. That is yeah, a cult that is classic. true. Because also, it's one of the greatest sci-fi movies. Well, I mean, like, also what you know, the funny thing about that is Gary Oldman absolutely didn't want to do that movie, mm-hmm. and he stole turned, the movie, and yeah. then turns out to steal he it. Stole I mean, the fucking really. movie. He stole the fucking movie. He was great. Uh, you know, you know what's another? Oh, best Star Trek movie. Galaxy yeah, Quest. Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. That's actually what I thought of just after you said that. Best Star Trek movie is Galaxy Quest. better go with Fifth Element for a little while. Well, mm-hmm. dude, but fucking, what's his name? Uh, Rob. Alan Rickman. Alan, Alan Rickman, Rickman was oh, yeah. great in that, bro. Oh, just, my by Grockla's hammer, <laughs> I will avenge thee. How did I come here? I was I was Richard III. <laughs> I was an actor once, damn it. Damn it. Actually, you know, I had I five. Richard per- the Twelve. Twelve curtain calls. Actually, you know, and Tony Shalhoub was. Yeah. That's I mean, what I was gonna say. He was actually, stoned who kind of stole the time. undercover yeah. stole the movie from me was Tony yeah. Shalhoub, yeah. like yeah. the pothead. Shalhoub, <laughs> Shalhoub. No, but that, oh, that's another binge-worthy show. Monk. Monk. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but dude, if you think about Galaxy Quest, that mm. cast was fucking soup the nuts, fucking great. Mm. E- even what's his face, um, the guy from Iron Man. Oh, uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Sam he played the guy yeah. who had, like, he was an extra or glorified he was, extra. He was pretty much a red and, shirt. Yeah, he and he was milking shirt. it for all it's worth. He would show up uninvited. He was basically the Virgil he, of the uh, of yeah, the cast. He ended up in space with them because he yep. was just hanging on. Oh, also, what's her name? Oh, God damn it. Why Missy Pyle? Forget? Oh, she, Missy Pyle, yeah. She mm-hmm. has always a tendency. Oh, and Rain Wilson was yep. in that movie. Missy yeah. Pyle yeah. always. Oh, and the dude from um, from from Just Shoot Me. Enrico Caliota. Enrico Caliota, yeah. yeah. You and then are he had, our last hope. And then you had uh, the Mac guy, Justin Long. The dude from uh, The Office was in there. Rain, Rain Wilson. Rain yeah. Wilson, yeah. that's right. Dude, dude that was so many just, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it was incredible. And Justin, yeah, Justin Long and the weird kids that were with him. I don't know. What's... And... And honestly, uh, Tim the Taylor Toolman. Tim, Tim the Tool. Toolman Taylor. You mean yeah. Tim the Tool Taylor? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he was he was funny as shit. He's like, yep. "What's wrong with her? Her voice synthesizer is broken." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah, the whole movie was fucking oh great. Goodness. I could watch the shit out of that movie. Oh, listen. So I saw that movie. I had had pneumonia yeah. for like a month. And I was finally feeling better, so I went to Denver. I lived up in the mountains. I went to Denver, um, and I and I couldn't couldn't handle it. I right. had, I had to go home. So I'm going home, and I say I can't even drive anymore. I'm just going to pull over this movie theater. If there's a movie, I'll just sit in the movie theater and just right. be quiet. I saw a Galaxy Quest. I laughed so hard I thought my lungs were going to collapse. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. Bro, another thing I'd like to talk about is the there's movies that are better when you're high. Mm-hmm. Not that I've gotten high. Ooh, yeah. call it High Watch. Yeah. There you go. There's a segment watch. right there. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Uh, I'll give first, you the... wait. Team America World Police. Oh, God. I'll this give you one better than that. Almost certainly have to be high for back, that. Moment. Back in the day, I went to go see. Uh, well, I normally, I really didn't ever smoke when I was younger. I smoked a couple, few here and there. Anyway, kid I know, Chris, I even remember his name. We all hung out. We, he goes, oh, yo, they smoked this spliff. I'm like, all right, fuck it. We ain't going to do nothing but go see a movie. Mm-hmm. So we smoked up, and I was high. We go to see Lost in Space with Matt LeBlanc and uh, what's oh, his face? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, William Hurt. William Hurt. Oh, yeah. Gary Oldman was in that as well. Yeah, yeah, that, Gary Oldman right. was Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith. You had so, a, yep. so we went to go see it, and I'm high as a kite, and there's the opening scene where all the ships are flying and fighting each other. I'm like, yeah. 
this is like the greatest movie I've ever seen. Oh my, we're sitting there tripping balls, just thinking it's the most amazing shit since Star Wars. I saw it not high, and I'm like, this movie's fucking horrible. <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? It's like kind of like Nick Schwartz and what he does about Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Because Taco Bell's like, eh, this tastes all right. But then when you go at like three o'clock in the morning when you're fucking high as fuck, oh my God, this is like a culinary masterpiece. <laughs> is it better high? It's like, but yeah, dude, so. We're going to do a lot of changes. Oh, something I, I wanted to do. We're going to have more guests on. And Mr. Mm-hmm. Han, you're welcome to bring uh, one of your significant others. Uh, we're going to do something called Do You Know Your Other? Oh, So yeah. kind of like, you remember the newlywed game? Yeah, you know what? Uh, either would be good, but true, honestly, is a true cinephile. Yeah. So, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Do you know your other as far as like, do they know things about you? It's yeah. Like, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I should bring true because oh, 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 oh. they know they are a cinephile and they probably... They probably will stunt me, even though I no no I not like no that. no like, Pete, like she goes, what's, about what's favorite's Peter what what's mm. what's Peter's favorite candy? Oh, do they know? Yeah, me? yeah. The, the newlywed. I game. thought it was like well, if it's newlywed, we go against each other. Right? No, right? No, no, no. Well, you're gonna have different couples. Yeah. So yeah, there's gonna okay. be more than one couple. Yeah. Mm. No, so like we'll it. ask one like we'll ask you what's her favorite you know color socks. I don't know. That's Some, exactly what I was saying. Mm. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it is really. We were talking about cinephiles and everything. It's two against one. I'm just saying she's a cinephile, so. We can also talk about movies. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, your sister's a cinephile. Yes. <laughs> also, one called Battle of the Gender Norms. I don't want to call it Battle of the Sexes because that's sexist. We're going to call it Battle of the Gender Norms. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what is, I would go to, Jay, mm. what is blush used for? Uh, for like, what's it called? Makeup. Right, but say, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you could ask, because it's redefining the gender norms, because a lot of people think that, oh, well, how do you change your oil? Women, they don't think women, uh, a woman can change her oil mm-hmm. on her car. Or a guy doesn't know that Maybelline is a line of makeup. Mm-hmm. You know, Ulta, do you know what Ulta is? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Do you know what Sephora is? See yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I want to try to break the gender norms by doing, uh, and that will be you against, like, say, a true, where you have to battle each other to see who knows more what about the other gender norm. They're the one who introduced me to all that stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, no, but, but I'm saying is that's going to be like, you know, yeah. it's like it could be about sports, you know? Yeah. Oh. Well, How that, many points is a touchdown? That'd be such a giant fail. That'd be awesome. Uh, that'd be like watching a train wreck. He was awesome. like, you can imagine that, Jay. So mm-hmm. how many points is a touchdown? Oh, here's. <laughs> What's a touchdown? Is that where the batter hits the ball out of the out of the basketball stadium? Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Here, uh, let me look it up right quick. Ding, ding, but you know, you you laugh, but you know what? A lot of people get the question wrong, even mm-hmm. if they're football fans. How many points is a, is a touchdown? Mm-hmm. How many points is a touchdown, Jay? I don't know. I don't watch football. Uh, see, at least you're honest about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not gonna bullshit. That. It's six points for a touchdown. Yeah. Then there's a one point for an extra mm. kick mm-hmm. or or a, excuse me an extra point for a kick mm-hmm. or two points for a conversion mm. right yeah I used to play football too mm-hmm. I'm, and a, three I'm point, a manly man and three points you've for scored four, four touchdowns in a single three game three points for a field goal yeah yeah, yeah I did three three touchdowns in a game yeah. in high school but Polk it wasn't poke high poke high <laughs> no, it was poke high <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> uh, with the Puerto Rican high yeah uh, that, there's a joke in there somewhere mm. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so I want to do shit like that. I mean, there's, mm. there's any other ideas you got? Yep, um, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, did I mention a Kung Fu Theater yet? Yes. No, no, no. you didn't. Okay, because so um, Gus can attest to this and everything, but I'm a huge, huge martial arts movie fan. He don't, oh, know, yeah. he don't know shit about them. He's a <laughs> fucking liar. If you, really? ever, <laughs> if you ever get a chance to, to see his Instagram, he's he's 
reenacting mm. famous We're going to rename him Hong Kong Fui. Yep. No. Love Number one Hong super Kong guy. guy. <laughs> Hong Kong Fui. Queerer than the human eye. eye. He's got style. <laughs> Groovy style. Says the bi guy. <laughs> Jay Shell Fui. Yeah. Jay Shell Fui. Jay Fu. Jay Fu. There you go. There you Ooh, Jay Fu like Theater. Jay Fu yeah. Theater. Yeah. Write that down. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, but no, well, um, but yeah, so I love talking about, you know, the movies. I love talking about the story, the characters, the fight choreography, everything. So going to bring that to uh, to our show. Also, yep. not, not just new school, like, you know, new stuff that's been coming out and everything, yep. but the old school stuff. We're talking about the Shaw Brothers, Golden Harvest, yeah. you know, the uh, the heyday and everything. <laughs> but, yo, real quick, we didn't plan on taking a break, but we're going we're gonna to take one. We'll be right back. Yep. And we're back, konnichiwa, bitches. We're talking about what direction we're taking the minorities report into. It's still going to remain the minorities report because... We're minorities. <laughs> we are. And, and we I, report on shit. And I don't want to pay for another trademark name. No, I'm right. kidding. Uh, but anyway, so we're talking shit that we're going to be doing. And we actually want to put it out there to everybody. To If you have any suggestions for topics and shit we should do, uh, we, you can email us at theminoritiesreport twenty one at gmail.com or message us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or you can call Jay at 61... No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna give out <laughs> wow, you're going to pull a Tom Green on me? <laughs> Put in fucking like a Glenn Humplick's name. I mean, not his name, but his number at TRL Studios. <laughs> you can call him at 8675309. No, so a lot of the ones... Oh, dude, one I want to do is called um, Deep Cut. Mm-hmm. deep cut where there's times in it where you've heard us say some shit about a show that was back in the day and nobody ever really knows like what's happening now there was a show called what's, what's happening, happening now yeah <laughs> it was it was the sequel to what's happening mm-hmm. it's called what's happening now yep. wasn't it a grown d no it was a grown raj, grown and, raj. He, and he was uh married he was actually married to a, one it was one of the later cast members of in living color and that was one of her uh, first roles. Fun fact, he yeah. never wore glasses in his glasses. No. If you looked in his glasses, Be- yeah, it was no just per- the frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know why? Because, you know, he didn't need them. No, yeah, yeah. it wasn't because of that. They would glare against the they, light. The yeah. light would glare against it, and you could see the camera in his lenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you know that um, Fred Berry, who played Rerun, he legally changed his name to Fred, to Fred Rerun, Rerun Barry. Barry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because nobody else knew him otherwise. Yeah. Well, he knew, he was like, I'm going to milk this for all it's worth. Yeah. God bless him, too. <laughs> I used to, like... Dwayne Moore though. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that was his catchphrase. He, he was he was underappreciated because when was, you think he was my total favorite. Yeah. Because yeah. like when you think of like what's happening, you think you instantly think of rerun. You think rerun Shirley and Raj, Raj or D or the, D the sister. Ooh, I'm, I'm telling, telling Mama. By the way. <laughs> D was one of the most true characters because every girl back in the day was a narc. Oh yeah, yeah. The little sisters, like, yeah. the little sisters. Yep. Uh, but yep. um, but yeah, especially at school. Oh my god. Quick story. So second grade, there was a girl in my class who looked exactly like D, and just like D, she was a narc. She'd always be telling on us and everything. Thirty percent of the girls I grew up with look like D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but pretty much, yeah. But that tells you anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, like. And I, cause like, you know how D was like, I call it like the early resting bitch face. D had <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I think she, she founded yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Dude. And mama, the lady who played mama, mm-hmm. she also, fun fact, went on to play Steve Martin's mama. Oh yeah. And the jerk. And the, oh, the jerk. Yeah. yeah. Right. She was, yeah. she was, she was goes, I was born a, a poor black, black guy. <laughs> I 
I'm like, it's the cans. Mm. He's got something with the cans. He's shooting Mama, at the cans. You'll be happy to hear I got a job. <laughs> we should, that should be a, an episode as dude, well. The that, Steve, the Steve Martin retrospect. Dude, that no, not retrospect. He's still alive, that but movie, like appreciation. Yeah, that yeah, movie yeah. is so underratedly mm-hmm. funny. That is, he, his movies were unappreciated back in the day. Yeah. Like the man with two brains. Oh, that's a deep cut. Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> oh, and. Uh, one that we have to make sure we get time in Jfu is, of mm. course, Kung Pao Enter the Fist. No. <laughs> Shaolin Soccer? Yes. Shaolin Soccer. Yep. Dude, that movie. Oh. Dude, they're making a wait, sequel. Drunk, yeah. Junkin' Master? Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Kung Pao. Bro, you can't. No. Wait, wait, first of all, you can't talk about. You, you you can't talk about kung fu movies if you don't put Drunken Master there. Come on, man. Dude, that's one of the on, that's one that's on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That along with Return to the Thirty Six Chamber, mm-hmm. as well as Five Deadly Venoms and uh, Shaolin Temple, you know the movie one? that uh, launched Jet Li. You know which one is a little bit less known than all those? The mm-hmm. Crippled Avengers. Oh, that was an interesting one. The Crippled Avengers. It was the same dudes that were the five deadly venoms, mm-hmm. yeah. but each one of them had a disability, oh. but used it in their favor in their fighting style. Oh, cool. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like one dude had like metal legs because mm-hmm. he had his legs cut off. Mm-hmm. One dude had his arms cut off, so he had metal arms. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, one was blind and one was deaf, so they would work together. And of course, we have to talk about Master of the Flying Guillotine. Oh, dude, I love that yep. one. Yep, and that was like that movie's actually one of the major inspirations of Street Fighter, yeah. particularly the character Dowsing. You know which one? I feel like I've ruined myself on Kung Pao. Yeah. This, but <laughs> yeah. I was you also going to say, yeah, yeah. say Forbidden Kingdom. Oh, actually, you, you know what's another one yeah. that a lot of people don't remember? I don't know if you would consider it a Kung Fu movie, but it was badass. Mm. Um, Lone Wolf and Cub. Uh, that's a uh, uh, Jedi. Ge- it was a samurai film, a Jedi Geki film. Yeah, uh, but uh, Lone Wolf and Cub is a great one as well. C- kind of like uh, Seven Samurai. Yep. Which do you know? Here's another. I'm, I'm saying fun fact a lot, mm. but this is like people don't realize it. A Bug's Life. Mm-hmm. It's Seven Samurai. Seven, right. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Magnificent Amig- Seven Mag- um, and Mag- Three yeah. Amigos. Yeah. Yeah. The Magnificent Seven. Ooh, there's a direct translation mm-hmm. to a Western from the Seven Samurai. And also, but Bug's Life is also. And also, um, Star Wars was based on the classic 47 Ronin. So much uh, so No, not 47 Ronin. Uh, the Fortress. Yeah. But by just Akira based, Kurosawa. But that's also oh, based on the story of the 47 uh, Ronin. Okay. So you get get. Yes. But, um, Star Wars? Yep. Yeah. Star Wars directly stolen from, from the Fortress. Fred, Fred Soberhagen mm-hmm. Berserker series. Uh, directly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but, like no, but, saying, but George Lucas said that he did use the Fortress as <laughs> yeah. his main... Because yeah. he wanted so, to seem cool. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but also he wanted to um, hire uh, Toshio Mifune, yeah. um, classic uh, uh, samurai cinema actor, um, to play Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, dude, we definitely, oh, definitely got to do... That would have been cool. We mm-hmm. definitely got to do episodes and segments on stuff like that. Like... Um, one of my favorite Japanese directors, besides Akira Kurosawa, is uh, Takashi Maishi. Mm-hmm. Takashi Maiki. Uh, Takashi Miike. Yeah, yeah. His movies, and he's such a diverse director. He's done everything from kids' movies mm-hmm. to horror movies. Yep. Like Ichi the Killer. Mm-hmm. Ichi. And uh, also, it- one of my favorite directors we want to talk about is uh, Ryuhei Kitamura. Uh, he directed uh, Versus, and he was oh, actually dude. very he was actually very influential in um, what it, video game cutscenes. Versus, like it, like in uh, yeah. Metal Gear Solid, he directed some segments. Versus yeah. is one of the movies I watched and went, "What the fuck am I watching?" We're, it was so good. We're gonna definitely do a review dude on go, that. Dude goes into a, uh, a haunted forest. Yeah, and they're they're like these Japanese assassins, and they go into a haunted forest. Yeah, yeah. bro. But it's yeah, wild. stop it right there because we don't want to reveal too much. <laughs> and, and I don't want to mix but, metaphors too much, but mm. 
Um, What's a metaphor? <laughs> What's a headway? <laughs> so, uh, oh gosh, never mind. You lost it. I lost it. Yep. I'm a Conald. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But also, but also, as, there's a glitch but, in the Matrix. But along with like, because you know, as like you know, as a martial arts movie fan and everything, um, you know, there are times where I told you like there have been a fight scene that I thought was terrible. Yeah. And like, here's what I would have done. We'll talk, like you know, like uh, we'll call it like how would I would choreograph it or something like that and everything. You know what's you know what makes me laugh when mm. I watch movies like that with people and they go, "Oh, mm. that would never happen in a real fight." Oh no, nothing like that. You, you, yeah. you're you're watching a movie, bro. No, no, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I know the difference between movie fighting and real no, life I get fighting. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like people go, "Oh, I would that would never happen in a real fight." Yeah, no shit. You also wouldn't fight five people and then three of them would stand back and watch. Well, you know what's funny is that I'm glad you mentioned that because um, one of um, Peter mentioned like I like to do reenactments of movies. Um, only the strong. We'll do a review on that as well. Way. I reenacted uh, it's fancy a, Brazilian dancing. Yep. Uh, what was it called? I reenacted um, Mark Dacascos does a move called the Al Bachito, which means which means L kick. You, you're, you're gonna what? Al Bachito. You're gonna what? Al Bachito. <laughs> We're gonna go for it for three hours. But yeah, no, I, I wouldn't mind some Cheetos. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Only if they're flaming hot. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so I reenacted a move from there. It's uh, basically an L kick, like you see in B-Boying and yeah. everything. And somebody comment there says, Hollywood fantasy, not a real move. I um, just did it. Yeah. <laughs> not a real move. It, it's been in Capoeira since its inception, bro. Yeah. 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 I think I've only seen one clip of a dude in a cage fight that beat some dude with a Capoeira kick, though. Oh, um... I think his name is our Marce- yeah. Marcelo. Wait. I know what you're talking about. It was like the double. Yeah. It was like the, uh, the double spinning uh, in the air. It, they call thing. it like a male de compasso. But yeah, basically, you're addicted. What? You're addicted. What? Male Lua de compasso. Dick and what? balls. What? Is this, is this going to be you? Everything. You my, and your horrible hearing. My my dick no paso. What? You heard what you wanted. Damn, you are bi. Oh, he does. He said you're. I, he you, said the name of the movie is My Dick in El Paso. I said Maya Lua Dick. You are the gayest motherfucker on the planet. Seriously. You are the- so I remembered it was uh, Anne Flux. Yeah. So the question is. Animation uh, was great. Movie sucked. Yeah. Moving on. No. That's another one. A- animated movie versus live action. Yeah. Movie. And right. video yeah, game versus it. live action. Oh, pretty much adaptations in general. Dude, there is. I have yet to see a video game movie that's good at, at all. Uh, uh, unless you count Street Fighter. Right, right, right. Well, 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 it depends. Like, um, are you talking about like animated movie no, no, or like no, live action? No, live action. Live action, live okay. Action. Like I said, except Street Fighter because that is a cinematic masterpiece. No, Raul <laughs> Julia is a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> what? You yeah. didn't like Jean-Claude Van Damme with his thick, Belgian French accent? No, honestly. I'm an American soldier. <laughs> honestly, I would rather talk about the behind-the-scenes strife of the Street Fighter movie because that shit was Cocaine like... Cocaine says what? Yeah, because that, sh- that, that shit was like Tropic Thunder. Jay, uh, it was a Jean-Claude Van Damme was so high on coke half that movie. Oh, he was also banging Kylie Minogue as well. He was. Mm-hmm. Everybody. <laughs> and the actors talk about because like they filmed in Thailand. So they went to the they, they went to the parlors yeah. during their off time. Oh, but yeah, I they do. I don't know. Just... Well, well, you keep saying I bet they did. I no, bet they, they did. did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of Jean Claude Van Damme, honestly, my favorite guilty pleasure movie from of his mm-hmm. is uh, fuck Hard Target. Yeah, Hard Target. Honestly, I think that's like the only good John John Woo American movie. Yeah, uh... Face Off is terrible. Yeah, it was. Yeah. No, no, no the, the, the worst line of the movie to me was when he goes, the girl goes, why is your, why did your parents name you Chance? Mm. He goes, because my mama took one. one. 
What? <laughs> what does that mean? No, favorite like um, Dude. Uh, Van Damme guilty pleasure movie. It's it's a tie. Oh, God. actually, it's twins. No which, double impact. <laughs> right. Feel the impact. Oh, uh, no, what he did with Rodman. <laughs> I was about to say that double team and no retreat, no surrender. Oh my God! But he was in like Ted. Was he Ivan the Russian? Yeah, but he was the main villain. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Honestly, they used him right. Come in for the first ten minutes, kick some ass, leave, come back for the final yeah, fight. That was like the Karate Kid of kickboxing. It was. It was basically. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. It was. Uh, it was Karate Kid with Bruce Lee's ghost. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. I actually, that was his sensei. Yeah. It was Bruce Lee's ghost. Yeah. We're gonna talk about. That's gonna be part of the J Fu Theater. <laughs> Yo, we'll have okay. to talk about the one then. Oh, with Jet Li? Yeah. Actually, that's going to be part was of like... The one, yeah. yeah that's but, Actually, I would say that's... That's underrated. A, that's bro. underrated because it was doing multiverse before multiverse. So it was, it was doing a, multiverse was it, and... So is it Romeo... Is it, Romeo Must Die? Must Romeo Must Actually, die. you know what? Also, yeah. yeah. Uh, so actually, I've always wanted to do a um, retrospect on the... I call it the Urban Hip Hop Trilogy yeah, or the yeah. Urban Wushu Trilogy. It's Romeo Must Die, Exit Wounds, and Cradle to the Grave. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I always wanted to... I always wanted to do a story on the correlation between the hip hop culture and kung fu. I got you because a lot of them. I think me mm. personally, because I grew up in that area mm. and in that era, mm. it was because, as I told you as a kid, at three mm. o'clock on a Saturday, mm -hmm. the streets were empty in Brooklyn. There were no kids to Actually, be seen. Bro, I'm glad you brought that up because I got you on that. Because we were all uh, watching kung fu. Because I, um, I am one of the uh, segments I would like to do is like the correlation between hip hop and kung fu, and it goes way back. It goes deeper than a lot of people think mm. um so i've been doing like this, some studying on this and everything because actually i was going to write a paper for about it uh, back when i was going to college right um it didn't happen uh, but i still have those ideas and everything so go. we'll do a uh, episode about yeah, that yeah because i remember growing up in brooklyn there was a place called the commodore movie theater in mm -hmm. williamsburg brooklyn mm -hmm. we used to go there because it was five dollars for two movies mm -hmm. and one of them was always a kung fu classic movie nice. mm -hmm. and that theater was always packed some people just used to come for the kung fu movie and then leave see when i was uh <laughs> you know because i grew up in like uh, california so there were no like grindhouse movies there that was definitely like an east yeah. coast thing and everything oh, yeah. So we had Kung Fu Theater, like, you know, every afternoon. Like, that's where I found out about Tai Chi Master yeah. with Jet Li, which is one of the best martial arts movies of all time, along with a lot of, like, Jackie Chan I classics. literally just saw that. Tai Chi Master? Yeah. We were, nice. We were, when I was a kid growing up, like I said, 3 o'clock, there were no kids outside in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Everybody was watching Kung Fu Theater. Yeah. Then they come back out. It was called Drive-In Theater. Then. Yeah. Dude. But then they, everybody was out at 5 o'clock. Hup, hup. Hup. Well, I remember. Uh, well, I remember. Was it called in San Francisco in like the eighties and nineties yeah. and everything? They had their uh, this one local station in San Francisco had their own kung fu theater, and it was hosted by an actual like you know um, kung fu teacher. Yeah. I think he did a uh, uh, Ga, which is um, basically Tiger Crane style. Yeah, oh, cool. and um, he really wasn't TV ready, but he was legit. He was a martial artist, and you know he grew up watching these movies, so that at least you know he gave an air legitimacy to the. To the program i just thought of something else we could do too along those lines mm. dubbed versus subbed yeah because yeah, yeah. because it, it made me think of uh enter the dragon mm. no 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 sorry return of the dragon yeah with bruce lee it is one of the worst dub movies i've ever seen i love the movie don't get me wrong mm. but when he goes yeah chinese boxing <laughs> the, <laughs> and the, the black guy chinese i want some chinese spare ribs <laughs> because the movie was actually recorded in chinese and italian mm. because there's a scene where the dude's literally tra translating for them mm. but they're all speaking english he goes tell him that i said and he's telling yeah. him and then tell him i said and like 
they're all speaking English, but it was because yeah. it was filmed in Chinese mm-hmm. and in Italian mm-hmm. and no English. Yep. So that's why it's even funny when the black guys, you ain't got no Chinese spare ribs. It's like, wow. I got to yeah. say, though, when mm-hmm. uh, in Enter the Dragon, one of the early scenes, mm-hmm. Jim Kelly is being harassed by the cops. And he, oh, yeah. he lands his perfect knife hand yeah. to the cop's trachea. And I'm like, so I, I saw the movie yeah. 10 times. Mm-hmm. Then I got my black belt in Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the movie again after that. I was like, yes, he landed a knife hand. Look at that. And the you know, thing is, is that a lot of people, they look at like, you know, the uh, the knife hand chop and everything. It's like, oh, it's judo chop, whatever. It's it's a fucking dangerous move. Especially dangerous. when you hit somebody's like a windpipe. Okay. With that being said, did you yeah. finish watching Warrior Nun? What's up? Did you wish finish watching Warrior Nun? Yeah, uh, not yet. Oh, not come yet. on. <laughs> Bro, my binge-worthy list is long. So yeah. <laughs> but actually, um, before you get to that and everything, fun fact about Ender the Dragon. So you know how it ends with Bruce Lee and John Saxon like, taking on like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Holland's army. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be John Saxon. It was supposed to be Bruce Lee and Jim Kelly fighting off. They were the last ones alive. Right. They were supposed to be fighting off like uh, the army. And bec- and but John Saxon, pull, like you know, was like throwing his weight around. He says, "I want to be in the final fight and everything." So that's why. Well, because he was yeah. the biggest actor of them at the yeah. time. Yeah, and also John Saxon's character was supposed to be killed off. Yeah. So and so he threw his weight around, and then it became Jim Kelly that ended up dying. And know- I'm like, I, and I wish I didn't find that out because that would have been so much better you know, with Jim Kelly. And do Bruce you know Lee. what? Yeah. Well, it, yeah. he, he probably went too many minorities. Yeah, too well, many also, minorities. Also, no John- one will believe it. Honestly, also- that's that's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, but they decided that it wouldn't play in the U.S. because I think that was movie was like seventy three or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, no, actually, before that, I think it was seventy two. Yeah. But it was actually made in Hong Kong. It was. Yeah. It, it, honestly, it was a, a joint Hong Kong American um, oh, okay. production. Because I know the because first it full was... American production he did was Game of Death, and that's the one he died in. Yeah, mm. 73. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that one was like uh, by uh, Golden Harvest, and Golden Harvest was a huge... And I want to do uh, actually um, a retrospect on Golden Harvest Studios, as well as Shaw Brothers, because Golden Harvest gave birth yeah. to like a lot of... like. Uh, stars like yeah. Jackie Chan, Gordon Lau. Uh, no, Gordon Lau was more Shaw Brothers. Uh, um, yeah, he Jet, was, you're right. He was Shaw Jet, Brothers. Jet Li, Donnie Yen, and all Sam that. Sam Hong. I yep. think we should do a retrospective of uh, Jackie Chan movies in which he is not inspired to action because his daughter is in jeopardy. Oh, because uh, yeah. because there would be a very short list, right? <laughs> so quickie. There was another, but and I'm going to end it on this in mm. in. Enter the Dragon, I also heard that the dude, O'Hara, mm-hmm. Bruce Lee had to actually kick his ass for real because he was trying to fight Bruce Lee. No, no. Um, that was all, like, by the um, director. Yeah. He it was, was all hype. It was all hype because he was trying to build up some on-screen drama between yeah, yeah. them to sell the movie. But the thing was, Bob Wall, who played O'Hara, yeah. him and Bruce were good friends. Gotcha. In fact, when I met... Um, Oh, big ups to Bob Wall. He passed away uh, a couple years ago, but um, I met him at San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. and he had a he was selling uh, you know prints with himself and everything. He had this image which I wish I would have bought, but you know didn't have enough money. It was him and Bruce on um, on set during like their whole fight scene, and mm-hmm. they're, like they're laughing. They look they look like bros and everything, and that you know that's when I learned about like you know that Robert Klaus, the director, was trying to build up like a mosque between them. So yeah. So it was like the East Coast, West Coast beef. So we got a lot of new ideas that we're coming up with. Mm -hmm. So like I said, guys, I hope you're going to enjoy the direction we're taking in. Mm -hmm. Tell your friends, tell your families. Uh, Jay said he'll pay you if you listen. 
So he said, I don't know, man. Uh, he's talking about a different Jay. <laughs> trying to throw me under the bus again. <laughs> but we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us, always loyally supporting us. And if you got any ideas, go ahead and email them to us at the minorities report. Remember Z, the T H E, the minorities report 21 at gmail.com. Or go ahead and follow us on social media, Instagram, uh, TikTok. And I guess it's called X now. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I didn't know Elon Musk is a, a uh, DMX fan. No, he's, no, a, he's, he's a, an edge lord. He's an edge lord. What did you say? Anybody who has lord? What? Like, it's lord 666x or 69. Dark, or 69 or dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's lord, lord dark mux xsx69. Oh, good. Anyway, yeah. so follow us on any of those platforms. Send us a message. Uh, we're at the Minority Report and Minority Report 2.0. From Jay Shell, Mr. Han. And all of us here at the Minority Report want to thank you guys. Have a great week, and we will see you.